Moncrief on News Talk. Now, yesterday we were talking about owning and maintaining one of Ireland's great houses. But no matter the size, older homes present unique challenges, especially if you're trying to make them more sustainable. Frank McCormick from Irish Natural Stone has plenty of experience doing this. Afternoon, Frank. Hello, Sean. How are you? Now, if you own an older house, uh, do you have to take into account what part of the country the house was constructed in? Because it might vary what the building material was. Absolutely. Like if... Uh, in, in everything in you have the smaller vernacular homes, they would be of the place. So whatever material is available, you will have sandstones or shaley type stones in West Clare. In the Burren where we live, it would be every all the buildings would be built out of limestone. And it, it varies from place to place. In Wexford there would be a lot of there would have been a lot of uh, mud-built houses. Really? Yeah. Are there still any of those today? I say there is some. There's one. There's one old one in Clare that's melting into the ground. <laughs> I, I, it could be a, a learning project for it to be restored. Would be a good thing. But to use the cob buildings in the UK, it's pretty big. They will mix straw and clay and uh, they're very well insulated houses, very dry and very warm houses. Mm. So in in a lot of the older houses, it would be fair to say that they're kind of naturally insulated anyway, if someone's thinking about doing a kind of an environmental upgrade on them. They are, but a lot of mistakes are being made today because uh, it's, those houses were built with lime mortar. And lime mortar moves and flexes. It lets in uh, it lets in moisture and a small amount of moisture and lets it out again. They flex and they move. They're happy in their place, like mm. they're natural. Whereby when you introduce sand and cement, now you're putting a hard material on top of a of a building that's used to have been flexing. So with the result, the sand and cement generally cracks and you get little hairline cracks in it and it allows water in. But the water can't get out then. You know what I mean? It mm. gets in and it keeps the wall damp. Whereby when there was lime renders used and it was lime pointing, the wall might get a little bit damp, but there would it would dry out again. So do you come across houses then, Frank, that have been rendered in concrete and water is trapped inside the walls? Oh absolutely. It happens all the time. And it's it's one of the uh, one of the greatest things that were ever invented probably was cement in modern buildings and concrete. But it's Depermental when it comes to old uh, lime-built buildings. They have, you have to go back and use the lime again, the lime mixes. When you trap water in, like on, on a cathedral in Limerick, uh, the amount of water, there was sand and cement, it was repointed with sand and cement. But the lime, the water 
was trapped inside with the sand and cement. When there was raking at the bottom base of the spire, the water started to flow out of that, uh, Sean. And it flowed for about four months, the same as if you turned the tap on. There was that amount of water trapped in the building. And likelihood is they either had the wrong paint on, which would have been a washable paint and stuff on the inside. So it held all the water there. Then if you go into churches and things like that, you generally see blistering on the walls and things. But it's generally because they used standard cement pointing in the 60s, the 50s, the 70s, and the 80s, even up to the 80s. But they're learning about it now. So on that point of, of the paint that you might use on the inside, uh, is there a, a do and don't there as well? Oh, absolutely. You, like you, you have to use a breathable paint, a fully breathable paint. And there is paints made now that are fully breathable. Like if you look at the old houses years ago, uh, Granny would whitewash the house on the outside and it would also get a lake of whitewash on the inside. But that wall, if the real storm and the wind was blown, it might get a little bit damp. But it would dry out again because the house was the house was breathing. The window would would have been open. So we're introducing all these modern methods now today, like passive houses, and they're perfectly fine in themselves. Like, but when you try and marry two or three uh, uh, innovative uh, things to old houses, they Sometimes they don't work and you could do more damage than good. Mm, same, well, uh, same with dry lining then, I assume. Oh, absolutely. And no, there no, no, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, there's, there's, all you're doing is, as an old woman said to me one time, Frank, it's like giving a child the scissors to go behind the curtain and cut up silk. All the damage, if the damage was being done, but it was being hidden from, it was being hidden from sight. So you have moisture coming in to the wall and it can't dissipate because there's no air movement on the inside of the wall to keep it dry. So you've mold and damp built up behind the, the dry lining. Right, okay. So... And, and things like underfloor heating, uh, would that be uh, okay? Yes, if it's worked correctly. Underfloor heating, um, some people might think, underfloor heating, if it's managed correctly, when you turn on underfloor heating for the first time, we have our concrete and you allow it for X amount of days to set and whatever. But when you're ramping up that heat, it can take up to three weeks before you would you would put stone tiles on the floor or ceramic tiles. This is if it's a concrete floor. So with the result, that's grand. But then if you're leaving Dublin on a Friday evening and you decide you have a home, a beautiful old 
home in County Clare or County Kerry and you get onto your smartphone and you're able to turn the heating on, but you, you turn it on full blast. Well, that's the worst thing you could do because you'll crack the floor and you'll crack the tiles. Whereby that takes time. If you have a radiator, it's not uh, it's not within the mass, but the, the hot water in your floor mass, you will cause cracks. It has full contact with the building. So, like, it's fine if you manage it, but a lot of people are getting the old houses now and they're trying to seal them up putting in all these modern windows and trying to create passive houses out of something that was never meant to be that way. Yeah. If there's if there's there's ways of insulating, we go back to the dry lining. There's ways you can use hemp and lime mortar. You can use cork with lime mortar. And they can increase your U values up to 40% with 40 mil thick of that on the wall. That, with a breathable paint, your house is perfect. It's as the first day you were built, but you're after increasing your your the thermal efficiency of your house greatly Yeah, by the, doing that. And they're natural materials you can use. What about the windows, Frank? Because everybody wants double glazed or triple glazed windows nowadays. Well, everyone wants half the house covered in glass. So <laughs> 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 no, that doesn't, Sean, that doesn't work with the old ones because you go back to the old cottages there, and the likelihood is they had small little windows, and the only light that <laughs> crept into the house was over the half door. Mm. <laughs> and they had the flag floors that were down on mud. But people are leaving the flag floors now. They'll say, oh, my God, I'm after buying this beautiful cottage. And uh, it has a beautiful flag floor. I'm not going to take that up now. That's very special. Brilliant. But when they close up and they put in their travel days windows and they close up, all of this, and they insulate the life out of it. And then they're wondering why the floor is wet. Mm. Because there's no air movement, whereby a hundred years ago, vernacular buildings, it was said, I was at a conference, we had a conference done, and it was said, vernacular buildings, but it was a vernacular way of life. If people live that way. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, you can't have it like a, a passive apartment. You can't treat the two the same. There's a lot to, uh, an awful lot to think about that. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Frank McCormick from Irish Natural Stone. Thanks a million for talking to us today. Well, thank you, Sean. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.